Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh, and also the pastor at St. Benedict Moore Parish in the Hill District. This morning, we visit the city and eastern suburbs in the Diocese of Pittsburgh, to catch up on the latest with the Pittsburgh East Catholic Elementary Schools. It's also a very special day because today kicks off Catholic Schools Week. Pittsburgh East was the second region to form in the diocese to help strengthen our pre-K through eighth grade grade schools. The strategy is to make the best use of resources, improve collaboration, and ensure that families have access to a quality, affordable Catholic education. Catholic schools are one of the best ways that the church brings young people into the relationship with Jesus while preparing them for life. Spiritual formation encourages virtue, and gospel values promote respect, compassion, and service. And academic excellence leads to success in higher education. Here to give us an update on the Pittsburgh East Regional Catholic School Systems is Mr. John Kuniak. He is a veteran educator who is also the interim regional administrator for the Pittsburgh East Regional Schools. He also is the principal at St. Teresa Lezou Catholic School in Munhall. John, welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you, Father. I'm glad to be here. And John, as uh, you know, you and I work very close together because the Pittsburgh East Regional Schools are uh, located, their office is located on the campus at St. Mary Magdalene Parish, where I am the pastor in Point Breeze. And uh, it's great to have you on board with us uh, here this morning. Now, let's talk about uh, Catholic Schools Week in the Pittsburgh East region. You have six schools. Uh, Can you first name those schools and give us a sampling of how they are celebrating this wonderful Catholic Schools Week? Sure. So we're blessed to have six outstanding schools in the Pittsburgh East region. The uh, two of our schools are located within the city, Sacred Heart Elementary in Shadyside and St. Bede in Point Breeze. And then four of our schools are located in the eastern suburbs. So we have Holy Family Catholic School in Plum, Divine Mercy Academy in Monroeville, Mary of Nazareth Catholic School in White Oak, and then St. Therese in Munhall. And as you said, we're celebrating Catholic Schools Week, uh, which is always such a great week. The kids always look forward to this throughout the year, and uh, it's always one of their best memories. So our schools are celebrating in a variety of ways, from special dress-down days and activities throughout the week to masses, activities that thank 
community members and leaders in our in our schools and in our parishes uh, that thank our parishes for their support and some fun activities like board game days hundredth uh, day of school celebrations so it's a fun week for the kids it's a fun week for the teachers and it's a great way to celebrate all that makes our Catholic schools so special and I can remember growing up in Catholic school at the former St. Norbert School in Overbrook. It was always a great week and being a priest now for 21 years and the various parishes that I've served that had have had uh, Catholic schools. It's it's like one big party all week. It's it's a great it time. Is, it is. Uh, we try to squeeze some learning in, but it is a exactly fun week. right. Yeah, it's a great, great way for the community to come together, parishioners, families and the kids uh, and, and the faculty and staff always to you know, toot their own horn and to celebrate uh, their school spirit and have some fun, but also uh, continue to learn. Um, Now, John, you've been in Catholic schools for over 20 years. Uh, What makes them so special? Catholic schools, uh, you know, we prepare our kids for a closer relationship with Jesus, but also prepare them for life. And our schools truly become one big family. Um, We look out for each other. We take care of one another and we're there with each other when uh, we need each other the most. Um, I think that's one of the best blessings of our schools is the family atmosphere. You know, our schools are, are safe. They're academically excellent. Uh, we have dedicated teachers and staff in all of our sites um, who really see the role of our schools to is to deepen our students' relationships with Jesus. I, I really believe that our schools are the best evangelization model that we have in our church today. Totally agree with you on that. Now, John, Catholic schools have mostly remained open uh, during the pandemic, and kudos to you and your faculties and staffs for uh, keeping um, the engine running, so to speak. Uh, While many other uh, systems have been uh, teaching online for long periods, how have you been able to stay open? It hasn't been easy. Uh, you know, we've had a, a strong mitigation plan since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic in our schools with the goal of keeping our students in person and, uh, you know, learning in the classrooms. And we have been very successful with that, not just in the Pittsburgh East region, but across the diocese. Uh, we have, you know, faced challenges. There's staffing concerns when, um, you know, teachers would get ill or would have exposures, but we've managed to be able to keep things um, going and keep schools open with limited interruptions. Uh, and, and we've done that with the cooperation of everyone. I think it goes back to that, that family atmosphere. You know, we look out for one another and our families have been very, very supportive, have certainly kept us um, informed when there's concerns, you know, if a family member or student has been exposed and have been very supportive of the efforts that we're taking to help mitigate the spread of COVID within our schools. And we've been very successful with that. Yeah. And especially with uh, not just COVID, but also the recent snowstorms, the below zero temperatures. Cold weather, yes. Yeah. Busing issues. Uh, Everyone has just been tremendous on flexibility. You have to. Um, And obviously with mother nature and what's been going on with the pandemic, some of those things are beyond uh, anyone's control. So kudos uh, for you and your staffs and uh, all those in the, in the Catholic school system here in the Diocese of Pittsburgh for that flexibility. Now, medical experts and experience uh, shows us that masks are helping to keep students and staff safe and in the classroom. But how is everybody holding up as COVID remains with us in these challenging times? You know, I think... Uh, 
none of us really thought we'd still be dealing with this in you know January, February of 2022 when this first when this pandemic first came about. So, you know, it's 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 been a struggle, and I think everyone is is you know tired with some of the with some of the things that we've been forced uh, to do to help keep our schools open. Um, but each month each you know couple months things get a little bit better and a great example is catholic schools week now you know our celebration of catholic schools week in 2022 feels so much more normal than it did in 2021 we're able to bring back some of the assemblies and activities that we weren't able to do in the past and that's that's just a true blessing so well i think we all hope and and pray that this pandemic comes to an end um we're we're making the best of of the situation and uh continuing to move forward yeah, definitely. And it's a, a day by day, week by week, month by month process. Sometimes hour by hour. Yes. Hour by hour. Yeah, it can change. And um, obviously the Omicron has really been a challenge. But um, just this past week with in the news, uh, the cases in our especially in our region are going down, which is a blessing. So it's it just, is. And we're seeing that in our schools. Yeah, that's good. And just keep, you know, keep uh, consistent with the masks, the, the sanitizing um, and but but some type of normalcy, so to speak, and especially during Catholic schools waking. You're right because last year we were unable to have um, large gatherings, or uh, some schools didn't have open houses because of the, the shutdowns. But this year, there even though we're still going through the storm, so to speak, uh, there is some type, you know, still some celebratory uh, things going on, uh, especially this week, which is awesome. We have one more question before we uh, break. Uh, John, how well are the students learning through all this? I, uh, I know you, you're doing assessments uh, each and every day and week on this, but how are the students holding up? Students are doing very well. You know, fortunately, as we talked earlier, that we've been able to keep the students in person as much as possible. And that has certainly been a big help um, to, to student progress. At the beginning of this school year, all six of our regional schools brought our faculties together to uh, plan for the year and to take a look at the uh, learning needs of our students to try to identify some of those gaps that may have been there from, you know, the abnormal year that was last year and even back to the end of the 1920 school year where all of our schools, not just in the diocese, but across the country were virtual uh, for the last eight. 12 weeks of the school year. And so we've been looking and providing those supports to the teachers to understand that, you know, some of the things that a typical year, a third grader may know, these kids may not have had or may not have learned in the level of detail. And so how we fill in some of those gaps. And those assessments are key data pieces. So from our cadence reading scores, where we identify needs and strengths and weaknesses in our early learners or early readers, to our Iowa scores from last year, to just general classroom data, our teachers are using that information to Uh, provide targeted instruction for our students so that we fill any gaps, we build on their strengths, and we provide uh, the the best possible academic education for our students to to catch them up a little bit, as you will, for for the interruptions and the uniqueness of these last uh, school year and a half. And that's good that you're doing these assessments. And obviously, each child is different. Each family situation obviously is different. And especially being forced to go uh, online, uh, 
the last uh, two year and a half, and then just the back and forth of virtual and then in person. Obviously, uh, you and your administrators are continuing to assess each child and the testing and evaluation and, and kind of tweaking it, and that's good. That obviously some of these uh, students have um, fallen back a little bit, if you will, and it obviously it's a work in progress and it's going to take some time. And then once things get you know totally out of the pandemic, which we just don't know when that will be. Obviously, uh, that continued evaluation will work. So kudos to you and your staff for doing that. We have lots more to talk about. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict the Moore Parish in the Hill District and also St. Mary Magdalene Catholic Parish in the East End. And this morning, as we kick off Catholic Schools Week, I'm really honored to have Mr. John Kuniak, who is a better, veteran educator, and he is the Interim Regional Administrator for the Pittsburgh East Regional Schools. He's also the principal at St. Therese of Lezou Catholic School in Munhall. And John, let's talk about regionalization, because that's fairly new over the last uh, four or five years here in the Diocese of Pittsburgh. How does the regionalization model work and what are some benefits uh, as of this date? So uh, the Pittsburgh East region, as I mentioned earlier, is six elementary schools in the city and eastern suburbs. We're the the second region to form. There are three uh, regions currently in our diocese and we work together as schools. There's a governance model where uh, we have a regional board and I oversee, I work with that board and oversee the six sites in my role. Um, and we work collaboratively. It's a, it's a great approach because we're, we're truly stronger together. All six of our schools, all six of our leaders have, have strengths and talents that when we bring them together really benefit all of the 1,400 plus children in our schools in the Pittsburgh East region. Um, we have benefits from you know, sharing our resources, um, some purchasing power. Um, basically, we're just stronger together. And it's putting all six of our schools on a trajectory to grow academically, to grow uh, and strengthen financially, um, but to, to also grow spiritually. And I, as a pastor and being a priest over 21 years, as I mentioned in the first segment, and seeing the regional model uh, first in the North region where I served in Swickley and now in the East region in Point Breeze in the East End, and also uh, the inner city and the Hill District, uh, I as a pastor can see how regionalization has really strengthened the parish aspect. Uh, the schools are still on our campus, but uh, in the regional model, instead of each parish or school competing, so to speak, uh, amongst each other, you're working together. And as you said, stronger together and utilizing your resources. So I've seen a positive um, role with the North and the East and now in the South, and eventually we'll be out in the Western uh, areas of, of the diocese. And the, the regional model definitely from a pastor's perspective and a parish perspective, uh, instead of competing with each other, as you said, it's working together. So I, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Now, what role does your regional board play with the operations and decision-making? So we have a, a fantastic board. Our board is made up of one representative from every parish or parish grouping in, 
in our eastern suburbs and in the eastern portion of the city. Our board is a mix of clergy, so we have several pastors from our region that are on our board, as well as lay members of the community who uh, bring a variety of of talents uh, from their own professional lives, from marketing and development to business aspects. Um, It's a great group of people who believe very, very strongly in the mission of our Catholic schools. Um, Our board president, Father Chris Dubna, who is the rector and pastor at St. Paul Cathedral Parish has an extensive background in Catholic school education and uh, leads our our board effort to, as I said, to to work to strengthen and grow our schools. These are individuals who um, are are so committed to the ministry of Catholic school education and seeing um, every student who wants to have a Catholic education in, in the city and eastern suburbs to be able to do that. So these board members, obviously, uh, what I like about it is each parish in the East region is represented. So it's not like one parish over another has the majority. Every parish has uh, a voice at the table, if you will. There's a mix of of clergy, but also laymen and women and professionals, uh, whether if it's education profession, financial uh, profession, construction uh, business models, everyone comes to the table and offers their gifts and their talents. And um, how often does the board meet uh, throughout the year? For the so our board meets in a, in a formal manner um, every other month, but there is committee work and um, committee meetings that take place in the interim um, throughout the whole school year, or throughout the whole calendar year, actually. Um, so it's a continual process. It's something where the board meets all the way you know, through the year. And it's important to point out too, Father, that it's the, our representatives are not just from the parishes that have elementary schools on their campus, um, but it truly is a ministry of all of the parishes in, in uh, the Pittsburgh East region. So ranging from, um, you know, the Natrona Heights area through Munhall and, and Homestead. So everyone is represented. Everyone is represented, not just not just our six okay. parishes. Yeah, that's a good clarification. Schools. Thanks for, for clarifying that. Now, Catholic identity and living and learning the faith is obviously the reason uh, why our Catholic schools exist. How do you put that uh, as the front and center of the mission for Catholic school education? Well, that's truly why our schools exist. We are Catholic schools, and we are a a ministry of our church designed to bring our students closer to our Lord. And so this, this Catholic schools week is a great example of, of how our faith is embedded into everything we do in our schools. Every one of our schools will celebrate this week by not only being at mass and coming together as a school community, but by performing acts of service, those service activities benefit parishioners, shut-ins, community at large. But that is who we are. And that is is how we build our schools and build our students in the image of our Lord and Savior. And that is so crucial to everything that we do. Um, It is truly, truly a ministry. And and we work with from our teachers down to, to get them to build this relationship with the Lord to form their own, to grow in their own faith as our educators so that they can help our students achieve the ultimate goal. And that is getting our students to heaven. 
it's not just the um, reading, writing, and arithmetic, so to speak, as they used to say in the old days, but also service and faith and morals and values. It's a one package deal that the Catholic school system provides uh, for our kids and definitely uh, doing a great job. Well, we have one more last question, John, is uh, we celebrate Catholic Schools Week and all that is good about our Catholic education. How can parents learn more and perhaps take a tour of one of our elementary schools in the Pittsburgh East region? Absolutely. So all of our schools are are now beginning the process of open enrollment for the 22-23 school year. Uh, the website for our region, perces.org, P-E-R-C-E-S.org, has a link to all six of our schools in the Pittsburgh East region to visit the individual school websites. One, uh, many of our schools have postponed open houses until March just uh, because of the current situation, but um, tours are available at all six schools throughout the school day. Um, Specific schools have specific times that they offer tours, um, but information can be found on the individual school websites, and we encourage our families to come, uh, our prospective families to come and see our schools to to meet our staff, to meet our administrators, who are all um, wonderful, talented individuals uh, that are anxious to share the good news that happens at each of our schools. Um, spend some time in our schools. You will not be disappointed. Definitely. And I just recently saw a, a billboard for the Pittsburgh Audit Show coming up in the next couple of weeks down at the Convention Center. And I always relate to uh, Catholic schools opening up tours. It's like taking a test drive. You know, get, go take a tour, go smell smells and bells, see the classroom, see the kids and talk to the faculty and staff. There's no better experience to take a test drive when you're making a large investment, uh, such as buying a car or education is to go and see the facility and get the feel of the surrounding and, and definitely uh, Catholic Schools Week and these open houses. And this is a great time of the year as parents and grandparents and guardians are thinking about the fall for their students uh, to come into our school. So Mr. John Kuniak, who is the interim regional administrator for the Pittsburgh East Regional Schools and also the principal at St. Therese of Lesue School in Munhall. Thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you very much, Father. I enjoyed it. We'll be back in a moment here on KDK Radio. This week in our plus segment, as we kick off Catholic Schools Week, we are celebrating the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time and all the readings this weekend from the prophet Jeremiah, Paul's letter to the Corinthians and the Gospel of St. Luke talk about being called and our vocation as men and women, as lay men and women and clergy. We all have a responsibility of answering the Lord's call. In our gospel this morning, Jesus returns to his hometown to speak in the synagogue, but he is rejected even by his own townspeople of Nazareth. And just like the prophets who were rejected, Jesus was rejected, but didn't lose the faith. He continued to preach and to teach and to share the good news. And that's what's up with all of us, that despite all the ups and downs and challenges, that we should never take God's word for granted, but instead let ourselves be nourished by it and ignore in in order to acknowledge and live fully our relationship with God as sisters and brothers. So keep the faith, be a great proclaimer of the faith and preach the gospel at all times. But if necessary, use words. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for listening to Catholic Education Plus here on KDK Radio. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.